a bare minimum checklist for church attender engagement coming up on the Better Sundays podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, greetings, greetings, greetings. Mike Holmes here. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the broadcast on YouTube as well. Uh, good to have you here. We're working on the double header here again. This has just worked well these last couple weeks as we kind of finish up our series that we have been doing on engaging and creating engagement in your messages and engagement in your Sundays and engagement for your people. Everybody knows that it's much better to be engaged than to be boring. That's why, you know, when you see these big uh, NFL football games or whatever, they do the wave and they bounce the beach ball around and people stand and cheer like crazy during certain types of the game because they are into it. And how exciting is it when we have people into our lesson and into our Sunday school uh, class or into our sermons and they're ready to go. Now, I am not suggesting that your church does the wave, although that would be probably interesting uh, to see how that would go in some churches. Uh, But the idea of everyone is involved and ways to get them involved is what we have been talking about here on the Better Sundays podcast. And so for all our YouTube folks that are joining this here uh, visually. I'll do the wave here for you. Uh, No, I'm not going to do anything fancy, but I do have a couple visuals I will show you here uh, in a little bit. We have a special bonus at the end that I worked on for a long time to make a nice handout for everybody, and I'll uh, tell you what that is and how to get to that uh, in just a little bit. Um, We are covering this idea of engaging and making sure that our churches are connected, uh, our people are connected with the pastor, connected with the message giver, connected with the Sunday school teacher. And these last few have been a little bit more geared towards um, pastoral uh, type of things. But if you're a Sunday school teacher, you want your kids to be engaged. You want them not to be bored. You want them to go home. Like we had some kids last week. I uh, A dad came, brought the kids last week. Uh, I ran into the mom at the, the local tractor supply store. I was talking to her and said, hey, your kids came and, and uh, had a really good time at church. And she said, you know, they wish they could go to Sunday school every day of the week. And it it was like, hey, you know, those teachers are doing something good when the kids want to go to Sunday school every day of the week. And these are relatively new kids. These are uh, only been here maybe two or three times, but they loved it and they had a great time. And uh, that's exciting. And when people say, I can't wait to get back to Sunday, it's not because they were bored. It's because they were engaged. And part of every church's uh, obligation is to, uh, it's the idea we've been talking about, treating church like a business. It's making sure that you're being your best what you can that you can be. And in a business, uh, businesses do everything they can to get their customers engaged in the business and involved and getting to know the people and getting to know the customer service and knowing their way around the store and all the different things. And the more that you have them engaged in your business, the more that your business is going to prosper. And we believe there's some similarities there. Not that the local church is a business in every sense. We know it is a very special a special thing that the Apostle Paul talks about as a, the, the body of Christ, the bride, you know, just is beautiful, I, you know, analogies that are there. We are special in, in 
in a way different, way different way. Um, so anyway, let's just jump into things. Uh, this is the bare minimum checklist that I would have for people who are attending in order to get them engaged. And every church has some bare minimums. In other words, the bare, bare, bare minimums of church. You're probably going to, uh, not probably, you absolutely are going to teach the Bible. You're going to have some type of Bible type of lesson. Another bare minimum in your church is that you'd probably have some type of prayer, opening prayer, closing prayer, corporate prayer. I mean, a lot of different ways to, to do prayer. You probably have at your church a bare minimum of at some level of singing or music or some type of worship. We believe a the fourth leg on that stool there is engagement. And that is make sure that people are somehow engaged in the same way that you would practice your message ahead of time, the same way you would kind of rehearse it, get it all ready, get your music all ready and make sure that you're, you, you know, you know what you're going to be praying about and some of those things, the same way that you would be prepared for that, spiritually prepared, mentally prepared and be thinking about it ahead of time. We want you to be thinking about engaging your people ahead of time. And let me give you the bare minimums. If I were come to your church and and suddenly be your pastor or suddenly you know be there as a, as a guest speaker and be hard to do all this as a guest speaker uh, but nonetheless if I were him I would have some of these bare minimums and the very first one is some type of fill in the blank you know where people are using a pen or a pencil and they're writing something down somewhere in a Sunday school you probably don't have fill in the blanks as much but you can do that and you can have kids you know write things on the board or put things on a piece of paper. The one thing I want you to remember is this, and they write it down on a note card. In a regular Sunday morning sermon, you can have what we call fill in the blank notes. And this is a powerful way for people to begin to be engaged. And when you put the the, the answer, in, fill in the blank, it kind of leaves that little bit of an anticipation, like, what's he going to say there? And in my case, my church people try to figure it out ahead of time. Go, I thought I knew what that blank was going to be, but you changed it on me or whatever. But they love to fill in the blank. They want to know, and there's a level of anticipation there. If you have three blanks, you got three levels of anticipation where they're filling those things in. Now, fill in the blank notes can be more than just simply leaving out a word in a verse. I've seen that done, you know, for God so loved the blank, and then they put the word world in there. You can do it in a lot of really neat and creative ways, and we have a link for you that will help you do that. And I want you uh, to go to your browser and Type in reachkeep.com, www.reachkeep.com, slash, you know, the forward slash, and then just the word notes, just N-O-T-E-S. You type in the word notes, and it will take you to a place where you will have a video and some training on how to create fill-in-the-blank notes that are unique and special and different and really give you a lot of different ideas that you can it can do. And you won't do all those ideas in one, uh, in one Sunday, but there's a lot of different ways to do fill-in-the-blank notes. And again, that's at reachkeep.com slash notes. And we'd love for you to go and uh, take a look at what that training is that we have on there. So number one, a minimum, bare minimum is fill in the blank notes that gets people engaged. You go around ahead of time, make sure everyone's got the notes, you make sure everyone's got a pen or pencil. It, it kind of creates sort of a, a classroom environment and they're ready to go and, and you tell them now I'm going to fill in that blank in just a moment. Okay, so you can guess what you think it is, but in just a moment, you'll know what it is, and here's what it's going to be. So you, you tell them that. So anyway, fill in the blank notes, and we go through on that video, that training 
how to teach it and and how to use them and how to print them and the whole work. So uh, just some free training for you right there. The second thing that I would have, and I wrote this down, is, is in for engagement is some level of a sign up for something that is going to happen. A sign up for something that is in the future. They're going to sign up to attend something. They're going to sign up to, uh, uh, you know, be somewhere. They're going to sign up to volunteer. They're going to sign up to come to another training of some sort. Uh, you know, they're going to sign up for a Bible study that is coming up, but there would be some type of sign up where they would be committing to do this. Now you can do this with a person in a clipboard after church or, you know, go see the person in the corner. They'll take your name and we're going to write you down. That's a, that's a good way to, to do signups. Works really well. The other way, the way that we recommend that works really well, and it's really in addition to clipboards and all that, is what we call the connection card. And I have the connection card guidebook for you uh, as well. And if you're on YouTube, you can see this here. If you're on the podcast, I'm holding up the connection card guidebook. It's a multi-page guidebook that teaches you exactly how we do our connection cards and how to print them and ways to put things on them, all the different kind of questions you can put on there. But it is a serious thing that is the next step for a person and help somebody to move forward. And again, these are pre-thought out things, just like you thought about your music ahead of time, just like you thought about your sermon ahead of time, your prayers ahead of time, you think about your engagement ahead of time, and this is part of the bare minimums. There would be some way for people to respond that they're going to do something later that week or later that month. It can be, again, volunteer type things. It can be sign up for, you know, I'm going to be here for the for the special services that are going to be happening, uh, you know, the next week. I'm going to bring a couple guests or whatever. But it is some level of sign up, and we show you again how to do that in the Connection Card Guidebook. And you can find that as well online if you just go to www.reachkeep.com and then forward slash in the word connection. Okay, so that first one was the word notes, and the second one here is the word connection. So lots of freebies for you, as well as what I've got for you here uh, at the end. And I want to make sure that we get that for you here. So let me hurry on to my third point. And this one we've talked about multiple times in our training. It's a little bit more difficult, but it is really, uh, it is the next step of engagement. It is something that, that I try to put in as often as I can. Can. And it's sort of like, again, one of those bare minimums, and you have to think about this ahead of time. But this is what we call the ask for. They are, your people are going to ask for something. They are going to, of their own free will, they're going to ask for more information from you. And they are going to put that probably on their connection card is the best way to do it. Uh, it could be done through a clipboard and somebody standing there as well. Uh, but these are, are typically things that that are supplemental to your sermon. So you've preached a whole message on forgiveness, and <clears throat> what you now have is the five best verses on forgiveness. And I'm, go I'm going to give you these five really good verses. I have them all written out. I don't have time to go through them all in the message. We covered this story of forgiveness, but there are five more verses I'd love to give you. And here's what I'd like you to do. I would like you on your connection card, just write the word forgive. And on that, I'll know. And we are going to send you a link 
to those five verses, and you will have those five verses right away. Oftentimes, we will find a YouTube video that has a, a you know, maybe a song or maybe a, a teaching on, uh, you know, something that sort of follows what we're doing, or we will find a website link that really deals with something much more in depth that we can't handle uh, in the service. For example, uh, it did one a while back on step parenting. And there's a lot in the Bible about step parenting, but you can't cover it all in one sermon. And so if you would like some more about some godly step parenting and how you can really, as a dad, step into the lives of these kids who are not your biological kids, I have a great website for you. Just write the word step parent on the bottom of your card. And this afternoon, I will send that link to you and you will have that link. You'll be able to have that. Or I will send that YouTube video to you of the song that we just sang, a special music that we just did. I will send you a link. But you have them write something on their card or in some way give you their uh, their information so that you can send that. Now, this is also just a great way uh, to get uh, their 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 phone number because we're going to message it to them we're going to text it to them so it's on their phone and i brought i have my phone here today okay this is one of the greatest connection devices that a pastor will ever have because almost everybody now has some level of a uh, automatic communication device uh, right in their pocket or in their purse, and you can send stuff directly to it. So you say, I am going to send you something. So put the word uh, step parent right there and right beneath it, make sure you put your, your cell number and I will message this to you by two o'clock this afternoon. You will have a link to how to become an effective stepdad right there on your phone. You'll be able to read that information during the week later whenever you want to, but I will get that link to you this afternoon by 2 o'clock. Folks, this is powerful, powerful engagement. And these are the kind of things that we need to have in our churches if we're going to reach out and touch these people just for one moment, just for this short little time. They come sit in the service and then they they leave. Uh, That's not good enough for me. I want to keep them. I want them here. I want them back. I want them to be engaged in our church, and I want to disciple them. And as we've mentioned over and over and over, engagement is a a requirement for discipleship. You cannot disciple someone who is disengaged. That's why engagement is so important in the local church. That's why getting them to stand up, getting them to, you know, pray or say amen or, you know, do something, sign up for this or sign up for that. All of those things are little micro steps that move people forward. And as you move them forward and they volunteer to bring mashed potatoes or whatever it happens to be, as they step forward, your opportunities to to disciple them and your ability to disciple them gets larger and larger and larger. That's why these engagement techniques are so important. And we've had several other YouTube videos. You can go back or you can go back in the Reach Keep podcast and just type in the Reach Keep podcast if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're wanting to get this on YouTube, just go to our Reach Keep channel and uh, Type in the, the word engagement once you get to our ReachKeep channel, and you'll get several of these videos that we have done on how to engage people. Now, I promised to give you something. It's something I worked on, and I have. Uh, it's called the Better Engagement uh, uh, Idea List, 
And uh, if you're looking at this on video, it's just a two-page uh, two list here that I've got all sorts of stuff on. And you can get that by just simply going to reachkeep.com, and it's right there at the top of the page. Uh, I also will put a link to it in the show notes so everybody will be able to click it, and you can download it for free and have that right there. That would be a big help to you. So all of these things are things that we use to help with our engagement, and I want to encourage you to move forward in your your engagement. And again, make it a minimum. Make it something. If you're going you're gonna to teach the Bible, you're going to have some music, you're going to have some prayer, you're going to have some engagement. You put those four stool, the legs together and you've got a good stable footing for, for building a local church and reaching and touching your community and changing the lives of countless amounts of people in your community. So I want to leave that with you here today. If you need any of those links, I'll make sure I stick them all in the show notes. Uh, you can take a look at that. Thanks for being with us on YouTube. As always, I request for you, do me a favor, look down there right now. There's some little thumb up looking thing and hit that thumb up. That helps us spread the word. If you're a podcaster, we appreciate you uh, subscribing uh, to this so that you can get this every weekend. We uh, do these. Uh, they come out on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, kind of depending uh, on where, if I'm traveling or where I've been. I only put on about 1,800 miles this week, um, but uh, uh, just a a little little shot through the West here. Uh, but anyway, God bless you. Serve the Lord with gladness. Enter to his gates with thanksgiving. And remember that Jesus loves the local church and we need to love it as well. So God bless and we will see you next time.